What's up, happy people? Welcome back to another episode of Perception is a fucking bitch, man. Matthew 7, verse 21. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On Judgment Day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name, performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's law. Now I'm going to give y'all the quick and dirty Cardi B interpretation. What Jesus is trying to say is, if I see you and I don't speak, that means I don't fuck with you. I uh, I think my preacher kid roots are coming out, babe. I, I, I was too, a little too good at this. Yeah, 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 because <laughs> I, I, I made an attempt at doing that intro but i was basically just reading the just bible reading it. yeah i was like hold up hold up hold up let me show you how it's done i'm a i'm a southern preacher's kid i can't can do this shit right yeah so you gotta get the uh, vibrato in there yeah I, now i know what profession i could never have been good at i could never been a good preacher i got a backup career in my pocket uh, well no you don't <laughs> maybe that's if I fake it hey i'm a good enough don't, actor don't do that don't I'm do that good enough actor. <laughs> you're in the south okay mm-hmm. you're in the south they'll never know oh they'll know they'll I'm know I'm a double agent. <laughs> yeah, no, <nah. laughs> not pulling that. But anyway, what's up, happy people? Welcome back to this episode of Perception is a Bitch. This is going to be a philosophically intense episode. Well, um, you say that. I don't know. It might just be a fun discussion because this this is just kind of an interesting topic. I don't know if it's as deep as what you think it is. I, okay, we'll, we'll see. But and <laughs> here's where we start. So I think this is a topic that's really interesting, but it really came about just because you were randomly one day thinking about that verse and you were like, how fucked up is it that you get up there and and, and you lived your whole life under this one concept and one idea. You did everything you thought you were supposed to do. You did everything right. According to you. <laughs> from, your from your perspective. And then you get up there to the gates and, And you Jesus know, hit you with that Cardi B line. I don't, I, don't, fuck, I, don't, I don't know you, well, man. Well, he didn't, he didn't even hit you with the line because he didn't say shit. And that's when I came in. I was like, if I see you and I will speak. <laughs> I mean, that was, I was rapping Cardi B. Yeah, too. yeah. So Cardi B, Cardi B, and maybe Cardi B is Jesus' sister. Because <laughs> <laughs> she already knows. She already knows. That's why she was able to make millions. Because sometimes the best ideas are the simplest ideas. That's like divine divine and, intervention yeah divine uh that word when 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 god just give you an epiphany mm-hmm. divine inspiration yep right so we think she just came up with that line but she's like let me tell you what my brother jesus gonna do when you is get gonna do there. when you get up there he's gonna look at you and be like i don't know I, I you no i don't if i see you now speak that means me, i don't, I don't fuck, fuck with you, you. I love that line. Yeah. It's such a fun line. So so anyway, I, I, I that that just it hit, hit me home last week. Because it really is a perception is a bitch moment to think that and we all live by this this rule or this trauma that we could live our whole life under one principle and have a slight interpretation wrong and I've really completely missed the mark at the end. Right? Like think about how many people who are dedicated to living a healthy life. 
And they, they make all kinds of sacrifices to live a healthy life. But you interpret that what healthy means slightly different. Some people interpret healthy as vegan. Some people interpret it as just eating lots of salads throughout the day. Some people interpret no it... No carbs. Yeah, no carbs or no sugar. Everyone has a slightly different interpretation. So let's say you're uh, one of the keto people who uh, interpret it as a high-fat diet. The keto disciples. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm not really speaking to the true health facts of this or saying it's a bad plan, but let's say now they did that and then they have a heart attack from all the bacon they've been eating. Yeah, you interpret- so you lived your whole life to be healthy. But the interpretation you had was what was killed you. Slightly was off. Was what killed you. Was yes, what exactly. You. Right. So what we're going to get into is the many, many ways people could fuck this up like the way you could get to heaven and jesus hit you with the i don't fuck with you line it basically comes down to the fact that intentions don't matter for shit your intentions while while necessary and important and crucial to um your friends and your family being empathetic to when you do fuck up i think your intentions are more conducive to your mental well-being it ain't got shit to do with anything else it's just so you can psychologically not like implode yeah when it does help you align to a plan because you have to have intent before you even follow through on a plan whether it's the right one or wrong one or the right interpretation or the wrong interpretation with that only time will tell but you can still have all the perfect intents the right plan and still fuck shit up like we were watching um one of those little i think it was like a tiktok right the tiktok videos yeah that shit's addictive it by is the way. <laughs> it's that, so we, dumb we almost crashed the car too. maybe my anxiety level is just a little high but you know how when you get on tiktok those videos just come on like suddenly loud and just and loud <laughs> i'm on the fucking highway and Sarah just I'm you like, weren't on the highway. You were on a back road turning a very like <laughs> I was driving busy- a four thousand okay. ton vehicle okay. vehicle. I could okay. okay at those speeds we could have died. We That's were at a stop. We, we were at a stop at a red light. It's funny how your You're interpretation. I'm not reinterpreting. It's, yeah. it's just my interpretation and your interpretation are apparently not aligned. We had the exact same traumatic <laughs> experience happen, but we both walk away from we it. We were but, at a red light, about to make a turn, and then my my TikTok comes on and the the volume comes on, and he jumps a little bit, and he looks. We could almost have died. We almost died. Like you haven't even left the turn lane, and like, it was a little jump. Like, you, ooh, let like, me ooh. know before you okay basically you're like i had a little bit scared a little bit scared right there all right make your point make your point why were you going into this story <laughs> oh now he wants to change the subject <laughs> no, no, a, no 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 all right intentions don't count for shit so intentions don't count for shit we were watching this tiktok video and it was this one father who was kind of rocking his kid in a in his um what is it, stroller and but he was playing on his phone while he was doing it so he was this distracted is, yeah this is a guy who thinks he's taking care of his kid and yet a car is about to come by and run over the the kid and another guy and lady see it run in front of the car and pick the stroller up to prevent it from running the child over yeah to prevent the car from hitting it now then the father turns around and freaks out because he thinks he was watching his kid and he wasn't and now he's mad because he thinks someone's trying to kidnap his kid he's like oh give me my kid back so he's about to fight this dude, not realizing that the, the guy had saved his, his child. child. Um, so the other guy is like, but you're being distracted by technology, takes his phone and slams it on the ground. Moral of the story, they both had a perception 
all had good intentions, mm-hmm. but their intentions didn't count for shit. Because Based on the, how someone else could perceive it yeah, and what actions and consequences could yep, come as a result. The father perceived the guy who saved his kid as almost kidnapping his kid. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who saved the kid perceives the father as completely negligent because he stepped away for two seconds to check his phone in which that two seconds his child almost died. Mm-hmm. Both with good intentions, but apparently shit goes awfully sideways. Mm-hmm. And these are one of those moments where you get up to the pearly gates and Jesus look at you and be like, your intentions didn't, your intentions matter, for didn't shit. matter for shit. So life happens fast. Um, and we all, we all have this human error in us and it, this is the what we always talk about why perception is a bitch, though, because most of us, myself included, walk around. We talked about this a little bit on our last podcast. We walk around with that sense of arrogance and self-righteousness that our ideas, philosophies and perceptions are more correct, more relevant, more thought out than everyone else's. And because of this bias that we have towards our own self Importance, mm-hmm. self righteousness, self rightness. Mm-hmm. I like that self rightness. Self rightness. <laughs> that you're the only one who uses logic mm-hmm. to think. You're the only one whose 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 interpretations are thought out and well. Yeah, and this this leads to um, a blind spot essentially. Like when you're driving, it's a blind spot because you don't know what mistakes you're about to make. You don't know what failures are on the horizon. That, that you are about to fuck up and prove yourself to be either a hypocrite or someone just weak-willed, unable to live by the principles you say you believe in, or maybe you were just wrong. Someone who, who had an idea and interpretation, like Deji and I could be very wrong. We, Chances may- are we are wrong. I know. Right? Like you it, think statistically. It's a version of truth, right? We're not saying our philosophical mm. perspective is the entire picture. Nope. We're just saying this is one more interpretation. And that's the problem with humanity. We have to settle on a belief. Your mind cannot live without form. It has to create form. And so you will undeniably always pick a side. No one can be neutral. The idea of neutralism is is a myth. It's a utopia. Yeah. Yeah. Does not exist. So you will always pick a side. You will always pick a belief. But that very belief can be the thing that traumatizes your life and forces you to be blind to certain realities outside of that perception. So basically, we're all hypocrites. Yes, every one hundred percent. And anyone, like I said, I'm a hypocrite. I hate self righteous, judgy people, but I am that a makes you a hypocrite. Right, 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 right. And even even within the the nuances of your beliefs, you're you're subject to hypocrisy, right? So, like for example, we're on social media. This was this was last week, and you read that one oh, quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where I'm going with this? The one girl who was like, so again, for to to make this story make sense, right? <laughs> She's she's a white Christian conservative conservative lady who lives in uh, rural Arkansas. Right. She's driving down the road and she hears some guy bumping his loud rap music and she goes on her social media feed and goes keyboard warrior. You know, one of them triggered bitches. Go, go you to know. one of our other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the last episode triggered. triggered. That's what this is. these motherfuckers were just triggered. They have to go. See, don't even matter if you're talking about babies and puppies. Yep. They have to say something. 
right? So she gets on her social media and is blasting this guy for um, driving blaring music. Yeah. Right. Like his like, rap music. She's like, I don't want to listen to your rap music. How inconsiderate. How inconsiderate. How. But but in the flip side, she's the same person who will blast her uh, Brad Paisley country. Her or Christian. Christian, Christian music. And, 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 and I'm like, I, I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. I don't want to hear that shit. That's so, a funny side point real quick, because I feel like people who who blast country or Christian music feel like you automatically can't be offended by that music because it's safe or neutral or, or, or they think faith it's, yeah, or, or it's, 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 it's bound to some morality or conservative viewpoint and it's like, you don't know what trauma i've endured you don't know the 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 path that i've been on every every time i hear christian music i get triggered uh, yeah it's ptsd <laughs> is real bad it's real and i i have those flashbacks I'm like oh no and i start shaking back and forth <laughs> <Start rocking. laughs> no um sarah the victim of a horror story right so I'm, I get in an Uber and the, the Uber is blasting religious music. And I'm like, if you're driving an Uber, you are professing to be a business, essentially. You are operating a business and businesses are supposed to function neutrally, supposedly. But can they? They, but can. Can they? they can. You got to no, take a side at some do. point, right? And, but that's my point is like I get in there and I'm offended and it takes everything in me not to say something and not to give this person a one-star review. And I'm already not going to tip now because I'm already feeling some type of way. <laughs> he might have preached like, the Lord to give it for, for better tips yeah, that day. Yeah, thinking he's going to align better yeah, 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 pull on my heartstrings. <laughs> so his intention, but, but his intention didn't on Didn't count for shit. Didn't count for shit. Because reality is he actually pissed me off. And who knows? And who else he's pissed off that day it, it goes back to the point right so look well, well same thing even with me like think about how even on this podcast some people listen and love the ideologies and the philosophical thoughts that we have but they're like oh why does sarah have to talk dirty and tell dirty jokes and cuss and why do y'all have it's so again it doesn't matter my intention that i'm trying to enlighten and, 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 and include and and evolve people if my delivery is offensive to somebody. To so somebody's paradigm, right? Like there could be so much value. It, it goes back to that one. Uh, also, Gary V was doing a talk one time. And this lady was like, Gary, why do you curse so much? <laughs> I remember that. Why yeah. do you curse so much? She uh, said, you know. Gary there, V is my spirit animal. Yeah, yeah. He, he, she was like, you know many more people will consume your content if it wasn't filled with so much cursing. I can't even share all the wisdom you're given with my kids because you curse so much. Hold on, hold on, problem. hold on. Gary V looked at this triggered <laughs> motherfucker and said, look, if cursing and my language is the reason you're not sharing valuable information with your children. The yeah, fact that the fact, the fact that you don't like how the valuable information is packaged is the reason you're not sharing it. That's a you thing. Mm -hmm. And a and a you are so given to your filters and your bias that you can't even think outside of your own ass. Like you, you would condemn your child to go without this knowledge and possibly be successful. Because you don't like that it was wrapped up in language you don't and like. How weak-minded is it that you can't overlook a few words like again it's weak-minded of me to be able to sit in a car and have my mood dictated because a song that talks about amazing grace is on and it triggers <laughs> me some <laughs> it triggers me some type of way it's supposed like, to be oh. sweet sound and I know, but right? it triggers you it triggers me. amazing grace how <laughs> sweet the sound 
But then okay. it's triggering to a motherfucker. It is. It is. So same thing to her. Like to her, the offensive language, the bitch or fuck or whatever shit he says is just as offensive to her as me being forced to release. You know, we're making a sub point right here, right? I we're love talking it. about how. See, this it, is why I say in this conversation is not necessarily as like, oh, high level philosophy. No, no, no. It, it is high level because people well, are not. We're going breaking to, it down. That's no, the point of a hold podcast. Hold on. Hold on. People are not going to realize we're having two conversations happening simultaneously right now we're talking about being hypocrites and all the all at the exact same time we're talking about language and the misnomer of language where bitch fuck cunt motherfucker um asshole asshole or offensive languages to one person hold on hold on hold on just hear me out you know that's that's those are words that are offensive you know if you use certain language people (laughs) find it offensive right because from their filters and perspective those words are offensive but then you don't realize that by somebody else's interpretation jesus amazing grace (laughs) love peace I'm going to uh, pray for you. Oh, I'm that one pray pisses for me you. off. Don't pray for that me. That is offensive Don't language to me. somebody else. Right? You can think well thoughts. If somebody comes if thoughts. somebody comes up to me and says, Deja, I'm going to pray for you. It's the philosophical equivalent of oh, fuck saying, you. fuck you. But people don't understand that. That's right? our interpretation. <laughs> so your intent doesn't matter for your shit. Your intent That's don't matter for shit. It. That's how I took it. Like, this motherfucker just said he was going to pray for me. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> Son of God. <laughs> Look, it's hard for people to understand, and and I'll clarify here. This is why you say perception is the root of all evil, because it creates every conflict, misunderstanding, um, just that where where you have, you know you're a good person. Misunderstanding is the root of all evil. You end up in a terrible argument or instance, and you're like, I don't know how I got here. Because somebody... That's took what you said the wrong way perception was a bitch you ever been in a fight with your spouse and you're like i know we fucking love each other but why are we but fighting right, right now, now? We, we we are acting like we hate each other how the fuck did we get here perception is a bitch and it's the root of all evil because it's the root of all misunderstanding right so look i'm gonna or just disagreement <laughs> sorry right 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 so i'm, I'm gonna say this because i i think it makes sense because it, it kind of popped in my head after you said that so like you're welcome. I'll kiss be your you, muse every okay. day. So Inspire Simon Sinek. Great thought. Hear me, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> okay. So in, in chapter one of our book, Perception is a Bitch. <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Chapter one. You're, you're quoting this like you're quoting the Bible. Chapter one, <laughs> Ch- verse Chapter one, two. verse two. Of book perception of is a bitch. No, no lie. Luna, when I started writing the book of Deji, I was doing it the way the Bible was laid out. I was like chapter one, verse one. And, and they you just say said, you're not cocky. <laughs> I'm, hum- I'm a humble motherfucker. And Deji said, let there be light. And there was light. <laughs> Deji said, perception is the root of all evil. So let me make a side point so I can get back to my fucking point about the philosopher in chapter one. All podcasts were one big side point. Isn't that the point why we talk for an hour of like yeah. random thoughts? Yes. So, so if somebody has a faith bias or they're so given to their faith, like I, I get how listening to this podcast could be a turnoff to somebody because they will feel, feel from their interpretation that we're always ragging on religion. And I'm like, no, no, you will miss all the wisdom in what we're saying because we it is coming. We say that our beliefs are probably wrong, too. We Not just, probably. We know it's we flawed. Know, yeah. It's like that's a given. That's, that's, that's the problem with the beliefs. 
Right. So, so, but so your beliefs offer you peace, but the same peace it offers you, it's a double-edged sword comes out of price. It cuts you also too. what you believe is a double-edged knife, mm-hmm. you know, careful trying to catch a fallen knife because there's a chance shit going to cut you. And that's what your beliefs are. So back to the point you just made. And I wanted to, I wanted to clean that one up a little bit. Simon okay. Sinek. Mansplain Sim- it for me. <laughs> Mansplain. <laughs> clean that one. I'll take your idea and make it better. What, right. what, what a woman can do, a man has done better. <laughs> oh, you did not. Tell me about the last time you made a child. Uh, that makes no fucking sense. Anyway, you can't do that shit better. Back to the point I'm trying to make. You can't grow a baby. You can't piss standing up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can't. It's just messier. Men can probably have babies. It's just something we haven't figured out in biology yet. So Simon Sinek came out with this philosophy, Start With Why. Now, the philosophy of Start With Why, it existed way before Simon Sinek came along, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's what Apple did. And Apple existed years before he came along. Mm -hmm. I'm sure people in their lives had also started with why. But there was no word given that like it hadn't been codified yet, right? They didn't have a name for it. It was just something you just inherently knew and did. What Simon did was come along and basically give it a name. He codified it in this tagline, start with why. So now it, the idea is scalable. When people do it, you can. So like you, you were probably watching Simon Sinek's TED talk and going, oh, that's what I've been doing this whole time. Mm-hmm. I've been do, I've, I've been starting with why since I could remember. You know, Apple probably watched that podcast. I mean, that um, TED talk. And we're like, oh, that's what we were doing. We started with why. But did Steve Jobs know he was starting with why? No. And then somebody else looks at the idea and go, oh, that's genius. That's, Start with why. Honestly, that's management in general. We talk about this all the time. Scale, scale. Well, not not just scale, but honestly, the things that we do when we do them, we think of as common sense when it's so nuanced that someone else couldn't do it. And that's why it's revolutionary. We underestimate how creative and nuanced your mind has to be to, to be successful. Right. So Simon Sinek came along and codified the idea of starting with why, whatever that was, the nuance. He put it, he gave a name to it. That's what we're doing and what we've done with perception is a bitch, is to put a name and codify all these nuanced moments of like misinterpretation when you look back and go, what the fuck was that about? What How the did f- I end up there? How You're in a fight with your spouse. It's like off some bullshit misinterpretation, mm-hmm. right? Like a, a father was gone his entire life working, grinding 16 hours a day to provide for his kids. But the kids misinterpret or interpret. Like, dad, his, why you're not here? You don't love You don't, don't love us. Time you don't me. spend time with me. Never my, came to my game. And dad, like, you had to eat, motherfucker. How do you think food got on the table? This one wishful thinking. But the reality of the kids not his loving their father. His intent didn't matter for shit. I love you. I'm trying to provide for you. I'm didn't here sweating every day. These kids want nothing to do with this motherfucker right now because you know what? He, he was, was never, never there, there for me. Like, like you, and you live that reality too. Like, you're like, mm, he was never there. Right. Isn't that that the the irony of life was we we take our interpretations and our perceptions and we use that to create reality and no one they've proven this in in the court of law that that witness testimony is the most unreliable form of testimony and yet we condemn and convict people all the time based on witness testimony. 
Our perception is so flawed. And yet once we perceive something, it is nearly impossible to convince someone that they didn't once somebody, And this is what I used to tell you that, you know, and again, this is another chapter in the book where <laughs> I use the allegory of the cave as the example for when a motherfucker has an idea or a thought in their mind, and it's shit, too late. And it's shit too late. you can say to talk them off that ledge because they vehemently believe that they, they saw what they saw. And you there's no to, way, no way they could have been wrong. Yeah. Until a person uncuffs themselves from the Socrates wall. The Plato, is it Plato or Socrates? It was Plato. I always get them confused. What? Well, I think I read a book and it was called Socrates Cavern and it explained it. And I think that's why I always say okay. it wrong. No, I've no, read no. A book the about allegory it. of the cave was by Plato, by Plato. In, in, in the Republic. It was book yeah. seven of the Republic. For those of my learned folks, my... <laughs> My 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 fuckers who read the, the I ones read, with, I just read a book and it was called the ones Socrates with thirst Cavern. For knowledge, that's why I think of it like not that. these ignorant motherfuckers who are just walking okay. around. Okay, yeah. I'm the one who introduced you to the story, but all right. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I remember. You okay, okay, I should give you credit. Give you credit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> introduced you to it. <laughs> okay. But like I, I didn't introduce you to shit. You introduced me to that dick. Okay. So I know. Jesus Christ. We just lost listeners. <laughs> <laughs> How did I they get there? They, I don't they, know. They, they, they can't, they can't listen to the like, valuable information. I am five seconds inside. away from a dick joke at any time, guys. They, they just be ready they, for they it. They can't make it past the, their filters be don't allow them to make it past the dick jokes. I think they're more open-minded than the you only think. F- if they I, keep coming back and fucking with us, so if they keep fucking with us, they must like what we fuck with. We have five-star reviews from everyone except one person who gave us a four star because they couldn't get past the chit the dick jokes they still fucking with us though <laughs> they're not wrong you're not wrong it's proving the point you're we're, we're making the point here. that's like when she says she don't like when you do it rough but she keep coming back <laughs> she says one thing but she's saying another at the same damn time women be confusing me brothers brothers we're all in this together <laughs> it's like we're complex 20, creatures it's like 2020 and corona we're in this together we are not a noun we will not be defined <laughs> manpower we a verb manpower women are the ultimate verb seriously we are the there we go. A feminist never in the def- making. Never be defined. How did we take this wrong turn? <laughs> this is the right turn. Baby, you never wrong felt so right. You know it feels good. I'm, I'm going to be quiet so she can... The, the, the quieter I get, the quicker we get back on the road. <laughs> Where are we going again? What was the point of this conversation? We were we were headed to the to the land of hypocrisy. We were Tuck. talking to the hypocrites. The ones we're going to get up to the pearly gates. So we were just talking about people, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All people. All people. Okay. So we're all fucking hypocrites. Even the ones who think they're going to get to heaven because you don't know who you are, but there's a large, there's a good possibility that you, Jesus is going to look at you and be like, your interpretation was wrong. True. And your, your intentions... Because here's, here's what gives people hope. What gives people hope is believing that through their good intentions mm-hmm. that they will get up there. And even if they had a missed interpretation somewhere, maybe Jesus will see their heart. And I'm like, it don't work that way. It don't work that way. 
it's a little confusing, even in the Bible, because sometimes it's like his grace covers a multitude of sins. And yet at the other hand, oh, you can say you called out for me and I still won't know you. It's a little confusing as to what's what and so how if, it will go if down. There is but a that's God. the point is we just won't know until you get there. You're just having to live your best life and do your best and, and, and see how the dice fall. Human interpretation is so skewed that our best attempts, if there is a God, at living true to his words, commandments, or doing what he intended to do, intended for us, is always going to be flawed. You know, and I think this is the cool thing about being a human being is we're all in the same boat of having to just trust and believe in whatever things we believe and then roll the dice and see how it falls because none of us know for sure what happens when you get well, to the no, other side. Some, some think they do. Some think they are 100% certain. No, they were 100% believe. I'm, I'm saying that's a different thing. <laughs> I am saying... You're using your rational mind right now. I'm saying there are people who, who, who have taken that belief... As absolute rational okay, so I'm, thinking. I'm going back to the actual definitions of belief versus no. Okay. Like what you because believe to be believe true no. versus what has been proven scientifically ah, beyond a reasonable Sci doubt. Sir, no, 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 hold on, hold science on. and faith You're, in the no, same no, no, sentence. No, I'm, I'm saying that's my point. Is faith by definition is something that you believe without proof. So by their own definition, it is a belief. It is faith. I'm saying the things that we know without faith... Like the things that what we know. What you're saying is so offensive right now. I'm turned off. <laughs> you can go suck a dick. <laughs> Another dick joke. <laughs> you're offended. I'm offended by your offense. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, like my point is, is that there, when when it comes down to to facts and reality, okay, we're all in the same boat of faith. Whether your faith is atheism or your faith is Allah, God, Buddha, Scientology, the, whatever. Yeah, you're. It's all faith because no one has died, other than Jesus, and come back theoretically by faith. Um, well, Elijah did never died. Right. Elijah never died. If Lazarus it, came back from the dead in the Bible. Right again, but those are faith. We have to take faith to believe. We weren't faith. there, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. So unless you yourself have died and come back and then you know, according to your perception of what it was like to die, how you perceive dying, mm -hmm. you the rest of us, we just have to believe. We have to go through life. We're all on the same footing there. And I think that's kind of amazing because no matter what, we will all eventually die. And then either we're right or we're wrong. And it won't really matter because at that point you're I dead think we'll and there's nothing all you be can wrong, do. Right? Yeah, but I and, think so and, too. Yeah, I, <laughs> I really do. I think so too. I think the truth is somewhere in between somewhere all the Somewhere we can't consciously conceive. Yep. We're, we're again, uncapable. We just believed that. that. That was just a belief we came to that we're all wrong. And therefore someone out there could be right. And so we're wrong. Ah, 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 ah. So... <laughs> You like how I mind fucked you there? Nah, I'm like, ah, nah, this is too much, too much. I'm like, that, that, I'm like that Drake meme. Get this shit away from me. I'm waving my oh, head like, I don't want to hear that shit. I'm like, this is one of those, like, the, the door knocker uh, riddle of, like, one of us always tells the truth and one of us always lies. You know, it's like, okay. how do you tell which one is which? Uh, interpretation, perception. So, look, 
this leads me to uh, chapter two of the book, which I, I didn't talk about. E- <laughs> I didn't talk about evil. I didn't talk about evil because there are many perceptions or interpretations for what evil is. There is the religious Christian interpretation of evil. We define evil in terms of like the devil and, you know, all the evil shit that happens to people. There's uh, evil from a definition of morality, like good, bad, right? But from the perception of our philosophy, evil, by my definition, is the fact that people can go their entire lives believing certain things to be true, and these truths they have dictate the realities in life they live, only in hindsight to find out that the perspective, perception, or interpretations they had were wrong, or maybe they weren't wrong, because no perception is wrong, but it significantly influenced the quality or outcome of the life they could have lived because they had wrong filters or wrong perspectives. To me, to me, that is the very definition of evil. The fact that somebody can make shit up about you and the, the, like, if you're in high school, somebody can make a rumor about you. And it, and it dramatically impacts, impacts the quality your, of your your, your your mental the health. Your mental, the actual, like, an idea. The, the, way, the way people feel about you, the friends the you have, your, the opportunities uh-huh. you get, your your friends, your your outlook, like, that moment, that bullshit rumor. Perception somebody, can alter reality. It really can. I know that, again, in the book, we say perception doesn't alter reality. Rea- perception creates reality. It creates reality, like, but I'm reality, saying it also alters it. When someone perceives, like you said, right, when right, someone right, puts right. something out there, it right. could alter the It doesn't matter if it's true. If it's perceived, it is true. Mm-hmm. Perception precedes reality. Reality does not come into existence. Only through interpretation does reality manifest. Yeah. Right. And and to me, that is the very definition of evil, because these interpretations are so subject to to just think about even an interview. Right. Like an interview is all about perception and creating perception. How they perceive you determines whether you will get an opportunity or not. That you're is going evil. into the job market. That is evil. So it's not really based on who's the most qualified or who would be the best at the job because that can only be determined in hindsight, right? You always say hiring or hiring is guessing, firing is, is knowing. knowing. So I said that to one of I, my GM peers and they looked at me like, oh, that's not true. I'm like, motherfucker, even with our best educated like it's analysis, still faith. it's, a it's guess. still a fucking guess. It's faith, we don't know until it happens, and then once it happens, <laughs> until, it's too late. Now you gotta, we, we now you don't gotta know fire if this motherfucker gonna perform until we put him in role, right? So and and think about this is why you know we always have these um um stories about people who can know the future and predict the future because how epic would it be if you were doing an interview of like let's say ten people. And you could look into the future and see which one of them actually would be the best performing employee and then see every reality, every outcome and pick the best one. But that's not the way life works. So now you're in the interview instead trying to ask these bullshit questions about where do you see yourself in five years? Tell me about you. What's your greatest weakness? And you're using that and whether they showed up on time that day or, you know, and your filters, how they dress. Your, your interpretations to those questions. And it's all biased. <laughs> it's all biased. And that's where you're making your decisions from. Because like, I can say I have made some really good hires 
and I've made some really shitty hires and you don't know for sure, no matter how certain you are upon the entry to that relationship, because I was always certain. I was, I never, and I was always certain when I entered into it. Like, yeah, I think this is a good I'm a decision. Motherfucker. You know, I know, I know how to pick good talent. Again, no one makes a decision, even a serial killer, a psychopath, doesn't make a decision that he really thinks is a bad or immoral decision. Perspective. From his point of view, this shit makes sense. It think makes sense Thanos. to kill that motherfucker. Thanos, who Thanos, wiped out I, half in the, in, the, in the superhero. Hey, hey, look, Killer Mike has a quote where he's like, you could have started off with uh, Dr. Xavier. But Magneto had a fucking point, okay? <laughs> like, right? He was not too far off. His perspective was valid. Thanos. Valid. Valid. Like, I, he probably made the decision that was tough that I knew I should have been making. He's making the moral choice. And, and from his perspective, he is. But his perspective and his intention doesn't matter for shit based on the perception of all the people who are about to die or have a loved one die. Like, I don't care what you perceive right now. Right. My perception is that you're evil. And this is why perception is evil. Because he's thinking they're evil for not acting. Yes. So when, when I gave the TED Talk, this is what, in hindsight, I wish I just called the talk perception is a bitch and not be so philosophical on that talk. The root of all evil. Because by saying it's the root of all evil and using it examples like... Up. Like people... Because, again, I was talking to people whose perception or interpretation of evil was different from mine right so i'm having this talk on stage and in hindsight i'm like i was talking to myself because <laughs> myself well, and you i don't know you had thousands of people still it's true 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 that it was I, good i think the the reason the idea i didn't scale it in that talk was because i hadn't clarified what my perception of or interpretation of evil you was. You just needed some more dick jokes in there, and that would have livened it up. It would have gone Ted, viral. Ted does not you need allow. some dick jokes in there. Ted does saying. not allow that. She's a little innuendo. Ted does not allow that. So, so think about the guy who maybe is trying to follow God, right? Like, love thy neighbor as, thy, as thyself. Kumbaya shit. And you thinking that you truly loving everybody, but then you miss that one time you didn't give or somebody really needed, but you didn't know the nuance or the extent to which they needed help, and you said no, but you had it within your means to give, and then you get to heaven, and that'd be the like one the moment. One that'd be the one moment Jesus look at you, and that's what he's gonna hold over you. Like you, you know, if I see you and I don't speak, that means I'll fuck with you. Think about you. They even tell these same morals, like people who say morals are only in the Bible. They have these morals in fairy tales too, where like mythology. It's all yeah. it's all littered through literature. Where like the the one homeless old hag would come up and ask for help, and then she'd give you a wish or not based on how you reacted to her. And it could be the one time, like for all that that you fairy you, or whatever you, you, knew, you could have given your your food to the last you person given who came. the shirt off your back to the last guy who and asked. Like, I just don't have anything left to give now. And they're like, ah. And then she's gonna put a curse on you. Because you mm -hmm. didn't give to her, and and you and now, now her interpretation <laughs> of that one interaction with you is now exactly. this awful tragedy of a life you now have to go live. Right? If that's not the definition of evil, if perception, what somebody thinks about you, and how what they think about you becomes life lived for you, mm -hmm. if that's not the definition of evil. Man, yeah. I'm struggling to understand what is. And like you said, though, think about all the times you put perception on other people. 
that like, caused evil consequences for them. Yeah, you have no idea. I have no idea. I'm like thinking you fired some fuckers and you don't know. Yeah, now I'm gonna get to heaven and Jesus is gonna be like, I'll one, fuck with you, man. Yeah. That one kid you fired who he you really thought needed that job he really needed he, that job. And what you thought he did, he really didn't do. Or he wasn't like that. He wasn't like that. He wasn't like one as bad as you'd made it as you interpreted. If you had in just mind. poured into him a little more encouragement, yeah. he yeah, would have yeah, turned if, the corner if, and his yeah, life yeah, would have been different. If you just spent five more minutes with him, man, he would look. He like, look, let me show you the play by play of what his life would let me show you what would have been if you just spent five more minutes or didn't fire the kid. I'm like, Jesus, I didn't know my intentions were good. And Jesus gonna look like if I see you now and speak, that means I don't fuck with you. Get away from me, man, you evil son motherfucker. Look. You're cute. If you can't get past the language to see the wisdom in what we're saying, then you're that lady looking at Gary V saying, if you just take the language out of this material, maybe maybe you'll have more people listen to you. Maybe hey. I can share this stuff with my children if you don't use so much cuss words. Who that's knows, a you Maybe problem. there's no even no knowledge within this shit. Maybe, maybe we're just, just all entertainment. The, the, all, the tequila, know, all, know, all the tequila. All the tequila. I don't know. Maybe we just everything drunk we right say now. is bullshit. None of it's none of it's relevant. I'm thinking maybe we codify this shit for you perceptions of bitch. Nah, nah, we just ranting. We're too drunk to ranting. Which is why we really don't drink during the week, guys. I know we're always tipsy on the podcast, but this is like our one day a week. The tipsy part is how you have these very heavy philosophical conversations, and they light laugh a little bit. You you can't. You gotta laugh because the shit make you want to kill yourself. It's suicidal coffee. We also talk about this in the book. How many plugs is this like number five so far today? You have to make the advertising <laughs> seem so seamless. People don't okay. even know they're being advertised. See, to. I'm gonna call but it now, out. Now I just now said you know. it. Now everybody knows. Now now you know. Why would you fuck with uh, that game? Why would you fuck with your money like that? You know Sarah? I'm not a salesperson. You're not I'm <laughs> a lover, not a seller. Neither am I, neither am I, but you still need shoes next month. <laughs> when was the last time I bought shoes? The rent still need paid next okay. month. Okay. That one we gotta live somewhere. I get you. Okay. So again, as we are having this conversation, you're starting Speaking to of see which, I should get some new shoes Ooh, we should go shopping moving on I, I need some new leggings moving on i need a new hat i need focus focus, focus. you As, brought it up <laughs> you heard it on air guys he, he's offered to go get me new shoes next month i'm gonna bring this back next month you offered okay okay I just agree to get her off the point. That's the easiest way to overcome ah, an objection. Just agree with them. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Next month. Next month. Next I month. I have this on record. I hope my you, lawyers will be calling your lawyers. My people are going to get you. Your people will figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I hope you guys are listening to this right now, realizing that with good intentions, human beings, we judge ourselves by our intent and judge other people by their actions. This is this too. is another way perception is a mind. fucking bitch. Because if you do the exact same thing, which is why this whole love others, love thy neighbor as thyself, is bullshit. No one does that. No one loves their neighbors like they love themselves. Because we don't judge people by their intentions. We judge them by their actions and we judge ourselves by our intentions. That's the measure through which we love ourselves. We don't afford other people that exact same luxury. If you did... What you would do then is to judge yourself by by the no, so now I will hold myself and judge myself by the fact that that kid that I fired that Jesus now let me know was the wrong thing to do and and how it caused him to be homeless and he couldn't feed his daughter and and the daughter couldn't go or whatever ripple effect Here's happened what would from happen that. If you didn't judge yourself by intent, um, you know that show The Good Place. Yeah, I know the show. Okay. 
So there's a character in that show. It's a very philosophical show. It's very entertaining and funny if y'all haven't watched it. Again, um, again, to give people philosophy, you got to wrap the shit in entertainment. I know. Nah, I digress. Yeah. I digress. And, and they do a good job. The whole show is about philosophy, but in a very entertaining package. But there's one character. He's actually a philosophy professor. The black but, guy, Chudi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it Chudi? Yeah, yeah. Ch- Chewy? He's also something? Nigerian. Uh, <laughs> funny enough. Yeah. <laughs> but there are very many philosophical I think they Nigerians. based them on, on you. And they're like, ah, oh, you know that one fucker who did the TED Talk? Yeah, yeah, that day you got. You see, time is a flat circle. So, you know. Or maybe you copied him. Who something, knows? something, something, something. It's like Cloud Atlas right Which now, came you know? First. Yeah, yeah. It's He is basically me, but it's two separate realities happening at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. So anyways, he's a philosophy professor and the whole the whole thing in life was when he was alive, spoiler, he could not make a choice because he was so worried about all the possible ramifications the and actions effects, uh, behind his action that even if it was something that seemed completely innocent or was backed up by his beliefs, so say he was going to um, support a donation for a cause against child labor right in foreign countries and so he commits and and gives money to this cause but say that cause then puts that child out of work and now that child's family was depending on that money to eat and they can't eat and they go hungry and starve you might have made things better for future generations but you might have made an immediate you made it worse for that in that in that one moment so he could not make decisions because he was always worried about the possible ramifications that would come like supporting a, a coffee shop who supports um, um equal trade coffee but then that puts a mom and pop shop out of business that couldn't afford right. equal you, trade you, coffee. you go give There's money to, to starbucks because they support you know if you're liberal they they support um equal rights equal rights you mm-hmm. know sexual expression all that but then, by you giving money to Starbucks, that meant you couldn't give money to that other mom and pop coffee shop, and then they go out of business. So now your good intentions have a ripple effect on somebody else's life that you don't even see, and then you get to heaven, and Jesus like, you see, this is why I don't fuck with you, man. Yeah, and th- this was the whole thing in that the good place with that character and just not being able to make a decision because there was always a hypocrisy. There was always an opportunity cost. Uh, and, and life is like that. And this is why we need intentions. Like I said, intentions are everything and nothing because you cannot exist without your intentions. It's what lets you sleep at night because you know, even if that one friend doesn't get it, you know your intent was not to hurt them that one Christmas when you said that sweater wasn't the best color on them. You know your intent was to be helpful because you didn't want them to get there and embarrass themselves. But then this motherfucker has a, a self-esteem issue and problem now moving forward off the one time you were trying to help him. Mm-hmm. And now you get to heaven and Jesus like, this is why I don't fuck with you. And that's that's the fucking point. We have to live, but we have to judge ourselves by our intentions or we would never sleep. And yet the world and everyone around us will judge us by our actions or how they interpret Jesus our will, actions. Jesus will judge you by his interpretation or the results of your actions, not your intentions. Mm-hmm. Because people approach well, their we assume faith. That. We, we assume, assume that. We assume. Again, this is our interpretation of, of that, that one verse. Of that original verse, yeah. Right. 
but we 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 feel better about approaching our our own uh, judgment day because from our intentions he'll know my heart from our intentions we did things the right we did the way. the best we could. Yeah. But you can go ahead and get up there and Jesus is previewed to Your all the... not enough. Jesus is previewed to all the realities and ripple effects occurring simultaneously all the all the um you know the the byproducts of your perspective on other people's life that you went unaware of Jesus is previewed to that all the evils that your perceptions your interpretations caused other people and he's like you see you i get it from the movie you were watching of your life you thought you were doing things the right way mm-hmm. let me show you this other side movie here volume two <laughs> of the life of Everyone sarah else's, yeah. <laughs> of the life of sarah how your perceptions fucked other people right yep. and then and then you were the villain in other people's story yeah you know what i th- always think is funny um another little paradigm shift here on religion and christianity is in the bible it does say the Many, many will, um, the road is wide, but few will enter. That oh, I was universe. thinking that same yeah. one. Right? So like many and will people try, don't understand few that. will get in, that kind of thing. So my point is, if Christianity is one of the major religions in the world, the one that has the maybe, most. Maybe it was a metaphorical expression well, for. Well, it's just kind of ironic because most people who believe that they are Christian feel like therefore they are safe. But if even the belief system itself is to be believed few of them will enter so what's the what's the fucking Why does point get, like, like oh no. so so there there are many lessons here right like this is a complex topic I, and yeah. i'm hoping the examples we're using are given so let, let me give you another one this one's this one's huge for me okay this one's huge for me because i said this to you back in 2015 uh-huh so i used to this was when we first moved to california the first gym i ever ran in cali it was a two-story building. Had uh, it was in a retirement kind of affluent area of California, um, Inland Empire, Glendora kind of area. Mm-hmm. Very older population. I think about sixty percent of my member base were old people who needed the elevator to get up to their classes uh, at ten a.m. Yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the elevator breaks down. It. We live in an apartment. How long does it take to get an elevator fixed? It it takes a while. A it takes a couple months. Sometimes months. Yeah. Okay. So I'm with the the vendor every day trying to get this elevator fixed. I got, you know, I'm I'm communicating with the members. Parts. Yeah. Everything. I'm dialed in on it. Okay. I'm dialed in on it. And then I'm 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 thinking my intentions. I'm thinking I'm communicating with the members. They I'm. I'm Train my team, let them know what we, you know, we're trying to get this fixed. But there's some motherfucker. I start reading comments online. Comment like your Yelp reviews. Oh, the elevator's been broken for two months. Management does they not don't care. care. They oh, don't love the us. elevator has been broken for two months. This is discrimination. Mob the blah 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 blah. Them triggered motherfuckers yeah. were giving their opinion. They're not now, handicapped approved. Yes, yes. All this shit, like you would have read these these comments and thought that the management at the gym, and by management I mean me, because mm-hmm. th- that's what they're talking about when they use that phrase, management. So convenient. Just use my name, you <laughs> weird. You're gonna call me out. Call me out. Yeah, do it to my face. Speak to my face. Yeah, but you know, the, 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 you, if you read these comments, you would think that the management was just fucking incompetent. Okay, now. If you are deciding to join that gym and you read these comments, all of a sudden, what do you not do now? 
you don't join because you're like, I don't know that I want to join a gym where they take that long the to fix it. The, the, the management they don't care about yeah. their members. Okay. Now, I work in a sales organization. It's very sales driven, very quarter driven. Imagine now I don't hit budget or make my revenue and targets. You lose your job. I lose my job in California. I just mm-hmm. moved my young wife to California. Oh, okay. you called me young. Hold Thank on. Thank you. Our, we Our can't, was, we can't make rent now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can't make rent because. I lost my job. That's now we're re- homeless. Me losing my job is life lived in reality for me that was caused by somebody's interpretation of what they thought was going on. Okay. Thankfully hold on, that hold on. Happen. It didn't I'm, happen, I'm but saying. roll with me because right. it, it didn't happen to me, but it happens to other people every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. These motherfuckers who were triggered and went online to start giving their fucking opinions, interpretations that were wrong, they die and get to heaven. Were they previewed to the reality of what I had to go through based off their bullshit interpretations? No, they were not. They're going to get up there thinking they've done everything right and they're ready to get into heaven. Lord, I fought the faithful fight. I fought the good faith. Let me get my rest. And Jesus is going to look at you and be like, "Uh, no, not so fast. Mm -hmm. You can't go in because you evil motherfucker. And they're going to look at Jesus. This is why I don't rate my Ubers. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yes, because you don't know the ripple effect that sh- and you don't know what interpretations you're having that's not based on any kind of real reality. Just going to look at these motherfuckers who got me unemployed and be like, uh, let me show you this other volume two of your life. Unintended consequences of what your perceptions caused other people. This is irresponsible behavior. OK. I tell this story so you can begin to look at your own life and be very slow mm-hmm. to interpretation. You know, what, hold on. Go ahead. So I just building on that Uber and giving them reviews because it, it lends to that point. If this podcast doesn't make you a better person, man, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. I just got off that rant because that one about the elevator was very real and very raw for me because I take my job seriously. And motherfuckers and out there just... deep to, to feel like you were doing everything in your power. But I felt and sorry for these people because yeah. I'm like, this is how people think their whole lives, that they're yep. right, virtuous, and, and godly people. you can't now that you actually give a shit because they've already They've already made up their mind. You can't tell them shit. Yeah. Allegory of the cave. <laughs> so this is where I come back to that Uber example and why I... I don't rate, um, and it kind of brings back to that the good place analogy of of the, the character who can make a decision. Because think about it, whether I leave a review or not. Let's say I, I leave, uh, I have a driver who's a bad driver, and I leave them a five star review, and then then because of that, they get to keep that job even though they're an unsafe bad driver, and then. Um, or even if I don't leave a review at all and no one reports the fact that they're a bad driver, the next person who gets there in a car could get in an ca- accident and die. Am I now partially responsible because I knew that they were a bad driver and I didn't report them, right? I could have reported, they would have lost their job and now I saved, saved someone's life. life. However, I could have. they could have had a bad day and just been distracted. It was a moment and, that, and, that and when I perceived them what, as a bad driver when they weren't, maybe the other person was at fault and I wasn't really paying attention. that's what gets them fired and now they can't, they now can't they take can't care of their, their family. Rent, and that's and on you. But but you know what? Damned you're going, if you do, damned if you don't. Again, what we're trying to say is, and this is what frustrates me about humanity, is life is way more nuanced and complex than we like to make it. Yep. Life is more shades of gray, but people be operating in this very black, black and, and white. white, like it's either this or that. 
and it's chocolate and vanilla swirl. I don't know where that came from. Orange is the new black. Remember? I, <laughs> she's like, oh, the crazy girl. Yeah. I got to tell you this story. I haven't told you this one all week because this one triggered me. This Aww. one. I was We're triggered. going back to our triggered episode. Triggered. That was a good episode. But it was on TV. So but but my uh, I, anyway, I'll tell you the story. I'm in the break room. I'm having my lunch. Just my mom business. I'm losing all this weight. You know, I'm down to 172 pounds now. Woo woo. Losing all this weight, you know. Humble brag. Humble brag. You know that skinny tastes better than than the burgers. I don't know about that. <laughs> and then you know we're in the middle of a uh, we're in a political climate here in America for our audience overseas. Uh, we're we're in the middle of a political climate here in America. Elections in three weeks, so there there are tons of political ads on mm-hmm. the air right now. Candidates yep. just attacking candidates. Okay, this one ad comes up, and you know how they go for for our American listeners. You know how political ads go in America. Oh, Deji Akinbadi back in 1995 believed that abortion was wrong. In 2020, Deji's all of a sudden changed his views. He believes abortion is right. Choice. Now he's pro-choice. Deji, 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 about it. we can't trust him. Would you want a guy who is wishy-washy like this running and making decisions How about your head? How dare he change his mind? Yeah. Vote for Sarah. Because <laughs> we know where she stands on the important issues. And I'm looking at this ad and you I'm like. You don't know where I stand. And, and these are conservative people. Conservative, conservative Christian valued people who put up these ads, and I'm like, this is. Well, they hold have on, on, hold both on. Sides. They, they do just on don't both want sides. You to like, say okay. it like that. I apologize. Like, yeah. I apologize. The point I'm trying to make is this is the hypocrisy that mm-hmm. I am speaking to because by that logic, by that logic, the fact that let's get into some examples. If you look in the Bible, Paul, Paul, okay, he was killing Christians left and right. Mm-hmm. He had a paradigm he a shift. Mission. He was on a mission to kill Christians. Mm-hmm. He had a paradigm shift on a road to Damascus. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he's the biggest evangelist for Christ the world has ever seen. Do you then now look at him and go, oh, that nigga Paul, like mm, a year ago, he was killing Christians. This year, he talking about he loved Jesus. I don't trust that I motherfucker. I don't trust that motherfucker. If you made that statement about his life, your intentions are good and you're not wrong. But God going to look at you and be like, Eh, don't fuck with my servant Paul. Like, like the, the judgment God passed yeah. on the people who Your were who are of not who nice. he is and who he may actually be then could be misguided. And God will now judge you based on how you treated his faithful servant Paul. Just let that one marinate for a second, okay? So the fact that we look at people and go, we now want to hold them to beliefs they had decades ago it's the same shit they did to kevin hart he told a joke 10 years ago about homosexuality if his son ever came out gay and then 10 years later they're like oh but you can't host the the the, the golden globe awards or whatever fucking awards it was because of the the, the views you had 10 mm-hmm. years ago and he's like Motherfucker, Y'all knew people who change? I was. Yeah, for one, you knew who I was when you invited me to host it this wasn't didn't happen yesterday and two uh, yeah, political climates change. You adapt, you learn, you evolve. He was a person who didn't have a lot of exposure. 
We live in a society now where people believe that what you, you, you oh, oh, just because it's what you like. If you change belief systems, they, they say, oh, you're wishy-washy. You yeah. have no morals. Think you about, have no um, um, the, you know, there's a, a story about um, a Nazi who in prison, you know, became friends with a black person, had never had an opportunity to be friends with a black American person. American History X. That's the movie you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And then um, he went to prison, had a paradigm shift. Yeah. So he had all these Nazi t- tattoos. He came out and it is someone now who understands and believes in equal rights and does not hold with the Nazi belief systems anymore. However, you would still look at him with his Nazi Nazi not. Nazi tattoo. Yeah. And, and think that he's an evil person or think that he can't be redeemed or, 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 his so, or outward, think about his, someone who even shot like you you'd almost like kill a nazi person right now like because you're like ah like they're his, evil, his outward right? appearance reflected his old belief system but didn't reflect the current views that he yeah. had so so, so people couldn't if, like, get past that condemned him when he had those beliefs not leaving room for him to have evolved in the future do you see what i'm saying like, I, I i get your point but this is the fuckery that is perception this is the evil that is perception. Yep. This is why perception from our philosophical perspective is the root of all evil. The fact that life is created from interpretation is 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 my is the very essence of evil. Mm-hmm. Friendships have been made and friendships have been lost. Opportunities have been had and opportunities have been lost off of interpretations and the outcomes of the life you live, the very real outcomes created from perception or evil. And even more evil is the fact that there is a possibility that somebody lose their salvation mm-hmm. because of their perception. Yep. That Jesus is going to look at you at the end of your life when through your good intentions, you've thought you've done everything right. And right when you want some rest, the good Lord going to look at you and say, if I see you and I don't speak, that means I don't fuck with you. <laughs> that is the definition of perception. And that's why we say it is a fucking bitch, man. And so the, the sum up here, I think you got to take it back to the beginning and reiterate that while your intention and your belief is everything, it is also nothing. It doesn't fucking matter. It this is this is where we have to understand that every belief, every perception has an unintended consequence and it has a blind spot. No one is without hypocrisy. No one knows how their life will end or what the result will be after they die. So what we can do is trust our intentions, trust our hearts, but also be open-minded enough to know that you don't know anything. If you enjoyed what you heard, we appreciate you guys sticking around to listen to Sarah and I ramble about our philosophical perspectives. Definitely give us a five-star rating on whatever into their perception <laughs> on whatever audio platform you get your podcast through as long uh, as it's not about the <laughs> dick jokes leave my dick jokes alone <laughs> it better be a five-star rating because if it's anything less than five if i see you now speak damn it i'll fuck, fuck with you, you. <laughs> we'll see you next time <laughs>